It is the season of love, Podsters. That's right, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Week, Valentine's Month. So with all this love floating around out there, I want to ask you a question. How are you showing up for yourself? How are you filling your own cup? How are you loving yourself? How are you treating yourself? How are you talking to yourself? How are you showing up for you? Because Podsters, you are all you have. Sure, you have friends, you have family, maybe you have a partner, you have you have lots of people who love you. And at the end of the day, nothing matters more than how you love yourself and how you show up for yourself. In this episode, we're going to drill it down in my love letter to you. Buckle up. Are you ready to speak up, stand out, and get your seat at the table? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast where you'll get real-life anecdotes and actionable tools for you to step into your strengths, debunk imposter syndrome, truly know your worth, and show up like you own the room every time. I'm your host, Nancy Medoff, who did the thing and followed my passion for empowering women like you to unleash that inner spark and become who you know you are meant to be. I'm a diehard foodie with a raging Skittles habit who will not stop until women everywhere unmute themselves and truly thrive at work, at home, or wherever you may be. Let's do this. Podsters, we're back. We're back. And it is, it is almost Valentine's Day. Maybe you're listening to this on Valentine's Day. I don't know. Maybe you listen to this the day it comes out, which is February 13th. Maybe you're listening to it in the 14th, regardless of when you are. This episode is my love letter to you, my podsters. This is an episode dedicated to you. And in the spirit of Valentine's Day, you and how you are, mm, okay, let's say loving yourself. It's a little woo-woo, but I'll go with it. How are you filling your own cup? And how are you treating yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? And what are some things you could do to maybe be a little more loving to yourself? So not really a typical unmute yourself, get a seat at the table episode. And at the same time, I think it's important because I think how we show up for ourselves impacts how we show up for others and impacts how others treat us. So let's just take it away. Let's just do it. So there's an expression out there and it is called, well, it's not called, it's you've heard the expression if you have to put on an oxygen mask, put on yours first and then help other people. And I'm going to call, I'm going to call, I'm going to call that one out because if you have children, if you have someone you care about, if you are with a parent, a spouse, a friend, what are the chances that you're actually going to put your oxygen mask on before theirs? It's, it's not intuitive. It's not intuitive. So I don't think it's realistic to take that advice, which might work very well on an airplane. And it makes sense. You have to make sure you can breathe before you can help anybody else. It doesn't translate for me. It doesn't translate for me to real life. And if it doesn't translate for me, I'm guessing it probably doesn't translate for you either. So here's what I mean by that. We do so much for other people and as partners, as leaders, as friends, as sisters, brothers, at any relationship you're in or most relationships that you're in that are, you know, serious or legit relationships, 
you probably do do for others. You do for that person. You think about them. You watch out for them. You take care of them. So the danger comes when we care more for other people than we do for ourselves, or if we are kinder to other people than we are to ourselves, or if we speak more kindly to other people than we do to ourselves. Think of some of the things that you might say to yourself when you're having a bad day or when you're down on yourself and ask yourself if you would say that to your child or a friend. I got advice a long time ago and I've shared it here. Would you speak to your daughter or your young daughter that way? And at the time I related it to my young nieces and shout out to my nieces, squirrels, hello girls, uh, chickens. Sorry, I call them chickens. So would I speak that way to the chickens? I probably wouldn't. So if one of my nieces came to me and said, how do I look in this outfit? I wouldn't say you look fat and disgusting. Go put something on that's more appropriate. Probably not. What I would, but, but I would say that to myself, or I would say, who do you think you are to myself? Would I say that to one of my nieces or my granddaughter? Absolutely not. So we, we have to be really careful with how we're speaking to ourselves. But before I get into that, the, the reason, the reason why this episode is even top of mind is because Valentine's day can be tricky for people who aren't partnered up. And I wasn't partnered up for many, many years. And even when I was partnered up with some of those partners, I wasn't really partnered. I wasn't, it wasn't a partnership. So there's a lot of talk around Valentine's day and a lot of women getting together who aren't in relationships. And I think that's awesome. I think that's very powerful. And I love seeing some of the super fun things that are out there for, for, for women who want to get together on this holiday. That's typically meant for couples or friends that want to get together on this holiday. That's typically meant for couples. What I, what, what kind of doesn't sit great with me for this is that you are all you have. I am all I have. I was all I had when I came in and into this world alone, right? I'm sure. My parents were there. And when I was a tiny baby, but I, it was me, you're all you have and you're all you have at the end. So your relationship with yourself and how you treat yourself and how you fill your own cup. I'm going to say that a lot in this episode and how you make sure that you are putting your needs where they need to be. Sometimes they're first, sometimes they're second. Let's, let's make sure they're never last. So you're all you have, and and there is no other relationship I believe that is more important. Of course, I care about Danny. Of course, he's my world. And also, at the end of the day, if 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 there's no Danny, I'm all I have. So, how am I feeling about myself? How am I treating myself? What am I saying to myself? And if I pour everything into other people, there's nothing left for me. And this is very this is a very common expression with moms. You know, if, if you, if you pour everything into your children and your family, make sure there's something left for you. I would say that holds 1000% as true for the single women. And there's, I have a few listeners out there who I know are single. Some are younger, some are not as young. And I'm speaking to you, right? I'm speaking to you. It doesn't matter if you're with someone, the way you treat yourself and how you put yourself first now is as important as how you put, where you put a partner. So here's what I got. What I mean by that is 
how are you making sure that you have enough energy left over to do what you know is best for you? So that could be biting off more than you can chew. So I have a, I have a really big personal thing going on right now. So I am running for select board, board in my town that I live in. I live in Truro on Cape Cod. Shout out to my Truroites. Uh, and I made the decision to run for a select board. So select board is, it's like, it, Truro doesn't have a mayor. It has five people that are the select board and they set the policy and help run the town. You know, they don't tactically run the town, but they kind of oversee everything. It's a pretty big job and it's a pretty big endeavor. And I had to think long and hard about it. I was going to do this a couple of years ago, but my business at the time was really taking off and I didn't want to, I didn't want to, invest all the time and energy that I needed to. I didn't want to take that time and energy away from my business because I knew I wouldn't be able to really be a good advocate for the town. So fast forward, my point is I am now going to do that and I'm in it to win it. You you all know me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to phone it in. So I needed to make sure that I wasn't biting off more than I could chew and other things have to take the back burner. There are a lot of other things in my life that have to take the back burner. That is a strategic sacrifice. You heard me talk about this before. It's a strategic decision. I know that if I want to do this, I'm going to need to give this my all. I Could I do it and still hit it on all cylinders with every other aspect of my life? Yes. Will I? I will not. I will not. So that doesn't mean that I'm folding up my business. I'm not. It means that I'm taking fewer one-on-one -on -one clients, and it means that I am taking fewer speaking gigs. That is... That's what I'm choosing to do right now because it makes sense right now. And I can't give my all to my clients if I'm biting off more than I can chew in town. So strategic sacrifice. Will I sacrifice some income? Yes. Will I sacrifice more of sending out this message? I will. And I believe that the return for what I can do for the town is going to be worth it. So that's what I mean about biting off more than I can chew. I've had the conversation. I've had the conversation with Danny. I've had the conversation with friends. I've had the conversation with work colleagues. I can't do, I cannot continue to do all of this. So let's talk about what's not going to be on my plate anymore. When you are accessible to all the things, I just had this happen today. If you think about it, I want you to think about for a minute and add up all of the different ways you're accessible. Instagram, DM, Facebook, DM, if you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, DM. So that's three. I'm on Voxer. I like Voxer. That's four. Microsoft Teams, that's five. Email, that's six. Phone call, that's seven. So at any given moment, there are seven ways that somebody can interrupt my 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 chain of thought, train of thought. There are seven ways that somebody can jump into my flow. And there are seven ways that people can ping at me and ping at me and ping at me. So I need to manage that. And this just happened today and I can feel it. Like I can feel myself saying, if this phone goes off one more time. So I turn it off. I turned it off. I turned it off. I, today, I turned it off for an hour. Over the weekend, I might turn it off for a couple hours. Some of you out there, I know, turn it off for a day. I, and I, I, I bow to you because that's pretty incredible. So it's, it's managing your accessibility. How are you accessible and to whom are you accessible? I've talked before, I'll say it again, about my phone shuts down automatically or it goes into silent automatically every night at eight o'clock and it doesn't turn on again until eight in the morning. And there are there are people that can break through that. So there are family members that I will be notified if they're trying to reach me. But for the most part, it, and it's set it and forget it. So I'm I'm forced without my recollection sometimes 
that the, the phone goes off so that I can kind of decompress a little bit. So when I talk about how are you filling your cup, you can't fill your cup if people are always banging that cup and there's stuff coming out of it. If, if picture, picture like a, like a, a event you're at and you have a glass of water and people keep bumping into you and, and the water comes out of your cup, that that's no good. So step aside, step out of the chaos for what, however much time you need. It might be 15 minutes. Just step out for a second. Another way that I fill my cup is to make time for people who make me feel really good. So I know, Podsters, that there is someone that whenever you hear their name, you just get a big smile on your face. And if you're lucky, there's a few and or several. Are you making time for them? Are, are you going out of your way to seek them out? I love when I see someone I haven't seen in a long time who really brings me joy. One of those people who puts a huge smile on my face. And I think to myself, Boy, that's a shame that that I haven't reached out to them more. So who are they? Because they will help you fill your cup. Just being around them will help you feel better, be better. And if you are one of those people that makes other people feel that way, I hope you know that. I just hope you know that. Getting a little, get a little choked up over here. Overcommitting. We talked about that. Biting off more than you can chew. So let, let's go back to overcommitting. So by that I mean overcommitting with social events. I am a social person. If there are five parties in one day, I will try to make all five parties. I love, I'm an extrovert. I love being out. I love talking to people where I get in trouble is when I say yes to everything on a weekend. And that happens, used to happen a lot. And I've gotten a lot better about it. And we we talked about that around the holidays, around setting boundaries around, gosh, you know, I'd love to see you. It's a, I'm a little more busy than usual these days. Can we, can we do it at a time when we can really make sure that we're connecting. You know, I, for me, it's, you know, I'd really love to make sure that I can give you my full attention. And right now I have a lot of priorities. Can we try to talk in a few weeks or whatever the case may be? You can wordsmith it however you'd like. And by the way, in my new book that's coming out, Change the Conversation, Change Your Life, you can get on the wait list for the book or the pre-sale list for the book. There's a link in the notes. I provide scripts for that. Scripts around boundaries and scripts around taking back your time and your energy and things that you can say. So try to be mindful of the overcommitting, it, especially this time of year, because this is when everything we put off until after the holidays is coming back to haunt us. Another way for me to fill my cup is to be disciplined in what I know works for me. And I'm going to give you one example. So that's my bedtime routine. I'm not talking about washing my face and putting on my bougie moisturizer that I love to sleep in. It's making sure, and I, I had to do that a couple of times this past week, making sure that I'm not living in the moment and, and not doing what I know is best for me for the next day. So, you know, that minute of dopamine, I binging on a Netflix series, by the way, I just finished American Nightmare, I think it's called on Netflix. It's three episodes. And this was a big deal for me. So I was halfway through the second episode and it was 10 o'clock or quarter 10 PM. And I said to myself, Nancy, I know you, you're going to sit here and you're going to watch the rest of this. And it's going to be 11, 1130. You're not going to fall asleep till 12. I need to go to bed early. So I paused it and I went to bed and I was so proud of myself. So it's not just the being disciplined and knowing what you do, what to do to, to fill your cup. It's, 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 the the satisfaction that comes from honoring your own boundaries and honoring what you know you need to do. Like to me, that meant, okay, 
I'm important to me. So I'm going to not live in the moment here and I'm not going to forsake what I know works for me for, for what works for me right now. It's pretty powerful. It's pretty powerful. So for example, like I know if I, if I head up to bed at around nine, I'll probably be in bed by nine 30. I love to read. I love to read fiction and I'll fall asleep reading my Kindle, which is great. I love that. It's a perfect night for me. And I know that if I do that three or four nights in a row, I am going to be on top of my game. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be more rested and doing it and honoring that and sticking to that really, I'm proud of myself. That's what it is. I'm proud of myself. So what do you know that we don't like the word should here? What do you know that you could be doing to fill your cup that you're not doing and that maybe you would like to do? Think about that. The last paragraph of my love letter to you, podsters, is a little more on how you're talking to yourself. So I used the example earlier of, you know, when you're looking at an outfit. So I want to bring this back to the corporate world. You know, if this goes for if you work in corporate America or if you have your own business, who do you think you are? Has that ever gone through your mind? What makes you the expert? Has that ever gone through your mind? Why would they give you this job? Why would they, why would you win this client? You know, the, the negative, the negative thoughts, the stories in our heads that we've been telling ourselves for a long time. Yes, we can manage them and we need to be rigorous in continuing to manage them. Again, I say, if you wouldn't say it to a colleague, let's say it's a stretch job. Let's say you're going for a job that's like two levels above your job now. Would you ever say to your colleague, are you out of your mind? Like, what? Th this is a huge jump. You probably would not. What you might say, if it was unrealistic, you might say, wow, that's ambitious. Let's talk about how you think you, you might be able to get there and then work through it. And if it is too ambitious, fine. But you wouldn't denigrate your friend or your child or your colleague, and you wouldn't put them down. So I really want you to be careful, especially around Valentine's Day, and especially if you are not feeling great about your situation around Valentine's Day, whatever that situation is. Could be your situation socially. It could be your situation at work. Give yourself a break, okay? Because you're all you've got. And you have to be kind to yourself and you have to be good to yourself because if you're not, how can you expect anybody else to? I love you, Podsters. This is a quick love letter to you. We have a lot of great stuff coming up over the next few weeks. I have some really cool episodes coming up. I have a stylist who's coming on. We're going we're gonna to launch her episode around springtime when you're doing your spring cleaning. I have a woman who has started her own company based 100% on community. Really cool. We have how to get out of the Q1 slump. We have spring cleaning your life. That was one of our most popular episodes last year. I love it. That's, that's one of my favorite, th favorite, favorite episodes and favorite things to talk about. So we have all kinds of stuff. If you are listening to this on Spotify, I leave a note. I leave a question where you can input what you want to hear about please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on email, wherever you find me, YouTube. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Let me know who you want to come on. We're approaching 10,000 downloads. 
which for those of you who don't have a podcast, that's a pretty big deal. 10,000 downloads is that's, I'm really, really, really humbled, invigorated, grateful, and I'm going to keep showing up podsters as long as you do. So with that, peace out. Happy Valentine's Day. Peace, love, and see you next week. That's a wrap, podsters. And before we go, I ask you, what's one thing from today's episode that you will use this week to unmute yourself? DM me, email me, send a smoke signal, whatever you need to do. Let me know what you're going to do differently. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know and leave a five-star review on Apple. This helps me spread our message of empowerment to more people worldwide. Let's do this.